Hello, viewers. Welcome to the first ever podcast of the Inside Line. I am Thomas Palmer. Here we have Jake Robinson and Craig Evans. Um, yeah, Craig Evans should have done the name check, but uh, yeah, welcome to the first podcast. Uh, today we have a uh, actually quite interesting topics, um, in my opinion. You know, so first one up: UK carding versus American carding. So as you guys may have known, I know most of you guys are UK based. I'm an American lad, so I'm out here in the States where Donald Trump is sadly president. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah so, why so why don't you guys give me a bit of, what do you think is much more different and than uh, about the US than the UK? Just mainly, really, like, the car classes. Yeah, I think um, yeah. the main difference is, I think we've got more European kind of car classes. I mean, we're what classes, quite... What classes are you running, exactly? We've got um, X30, Rotax, mm-hmm. uh, TKM, uh, KZ, so Gearbox. So uh, we've got 250 National, 210 National. Right. Um, and then we've got IAMI Cadet and Honda Cadet. And then Mini Rock. Right, so... Yeah, and then we've... Um, yeah, last year... I'm kind of, like, evolving into... We had... The um the rock classes come in. Mhm. Right, I'd say for so for US in terms of overall classes, we have uh mm. four stroke two oh six, which is basically like you know, uh standard rental carding, and then you have except it's like on an actual uh you know an OTK chassis or Burrell or basically you just it's basically a lawnmower class as we all call it because it basically uses the same engine as a lawnmower uh, we have 100 cc so you have your vlr 100s k 100 kts um they have 125 cc so at some tracks what we'll do is because <clears throat> they're so like people have such a wide variety you know well some people like sometimes some tracks they'll combine rotax and x30 and uh leopards which is basically uh I'd say a much more reliable X30 in my opinion, but um, we'll combine them. Then we also have uh, Rock and Minimax, you know, all the Rotex classes, all the IAMI classes. And then we also have the Shifter class, except we call that Stock Honda. And I think the interesting about it is basically what we'll do is we'll take like a dirt bike engine and we'll take the gearbox and we'll literally just plop that down on a cart and call that a class and we it's actually been featured at like many national events here. yeah america's more creative with their carts aren't they yeah, yeah. exactly you know i mean you know we got, we did like uh correct me if i'm wrong but i think we are the ones who like you know began karting in the first place like i think it was some guy i think in california yeah it was took, like, it was someone in california he took I, yeah, yeah i think it was like a, it was an engine off his lawnmower and just put it on a chassis yeah, exactly. so, put on his you know, uh, and, on a chassis and then he just said that's a go-kart and then um yeah i think and then we held mm-hmm. we held the first ever race yeah um, you guys held like with damon hill in i think it was 19 yeah, fifty Hill... something i think 958 was it yeah it might i think have been. that may have been jack jack villeneuve won in that was 97 or was that damon hill i I think it was Damon Hill when the first ever car. Yeah, da- no, Damon Hill. Let's see, Michael, you hit the wrong part of it. Yeah, I think it may have been Damon Hill, 
or no, excuse me, Jack Villeneuve. Yeah, um, but actually, one thing I think we have interesting. <clears throat> it was um, 1959 that Graham Hill won the first ever kart race. Right. So, one thing I do think we have interesting <clears throat> over here in America, we have oval karting, and I don't know if you guys have this because, you know. Is it um, America, we have... dirt track or tarmac? Yeah, we have, you know, all sorts. We have dirt, mud. Yes, we actually have raced on mud before. It's an absolute shit show. It never really works out well. But, um, yeah, we have asphalt, mud, dirt, you know, you name it. Basically, the carts are actually pretty interesting. So what they'll do, instead of, like, say, you know, an OTK chassis, you know, like, everything's, like, equaled for weight distribution, you know. So you have, like, the radiator on the left side and the engine on the right side. And you'll, like, basically put everything on the left side because, you know, all we do is make left turns. And you'll just have, like, this, the driver on the left side and then you have, like, literally just half the car. an empty empty frame on the other side. So I, and to be honest, I've never, um, I've, made, I've done one race, and that was about two years ago, but it's a lot harder than everybody thinks because... Number, because we use a four-stroke, so you can't like you know power your way out of a mistake. Like, and not only that, you're on dirt, so you're gonna be sliding up a lot. I don't know if I'm right, but there's more like car park car tracks, <laughs> like not perfect. Yeah, cars. yeah, you'd be right. So basically, you guys know what Rock the Rio is, right? Yeah, at Vegas, yeah, that's, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Vegas. That's basically what it is. So that's what actually the. What I compete in usually is like a United Karting. <clears throat> it's basically an airport, and basically throughout the summer and late in early fall, they will literally just take an airport like runway and just tell planes to piss off and go somewhere else, <laughs> and we'll just take it up for like half the month, eight months, something like that. Yeah, I don't think. Um don't think uh, Bojo would particularly allow that in our country. <laughs> no, yeah, I not. can imagine why. You know, it's not the most uh, ethical form of racing, but, you know, whatever gets the job done. I yeah, right. well, um, quite a lot of the car tracks are old airstrips. I mean... Yeah, yeah, it is true. I mean, think of, especially, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Like, down in the UK, you also have some old uh, tracks that are, like, airstrips. I mean, think of Silverstone, you know? Like, yeah, well, in, um, that, the original track was, uh, the entire track was, yeah, well, you know, yeah, you can well. still see, well, if you get, if you try and overlay two images of what the airfield looked like in the track, you can clearly see the airfield in the track. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> one thing I think is an interesting topic, <laughs> I think you guys probably knew this was going to come up, but why is OTK so freaking popular over, like, in the UK? I feel like it's just a, such a compatible chassis, and it's like, but I mean, Alonso, Tony, Cosby. Yeah, well, what uh, I think expert. we seem to do is, if um if someone wins a championship on a chassis... That chassis like ha- is yeah, going to exactly. be... It becomes the most popular one in the world. The mo- we right. are, well, one of the most popular ones. And also, because of... B- 
because of how what how well that chassis's done in Europe, well, if you look at Europe races, quite a lot of your top teams are running the OTK. Um, but, but I don't I know can... why they do that, though, because, like, think of it down in America, right? So we have, you know, your standard American teams, you know, Burrell. Um, yeah, Burrell, that's the one. Uh, Comcart actually has something down here. They all, like, utilize the Burrell chassis, right? And, you know, they're, like, Daniel Ricardo, Charles Leclerc, you know, they all utilize... Um, yeah, well, the, yeah, Ricardo's right. got his Ricardo car, which is basically a, yeah. a barrel. Yeah, Burrell, and, and the Charles yeah, Leclerc Burrell. chassis, that's also basically a barrel. And so is the comp car. Yeah. Like, you can put, like, the OTK noses on it, but, like, it just looks so terrible. And, like, the thing is, like, you know, the Burrells, like, seem to always dominate down at, like, um, the national events, but then... You know, you still have people like spending extra money on these Tony Kart chassis, like you know when they aren't winning in the yeah. national series, and I think that's super well, weird too. Another but, thing like, that I don't get is um, what well, all OTK chassis are the exact same. I've, right, exactly. I've tried a couple, and they they feel the same, but you pay more for a Tony Kart chassis than you do a Cosmic. It, yeah, and that shift well. I mean, it's it's not much of a difference, but I don't know whether it's just. Each... I think it's you not. Know, I think it's because it's a lesser known brand. So, like when people think of OTK, you know, it's literally in the name, official Tony Kart, right? You know, you're not gonna have people go like you know, official. Cosmic, you know, it's a much more popular. I'd yeah. say because, and I think at the end of the day, as we all know, you know, racing is about money. That's how you get there. So. I'd say putting like that brand that's more like recognizable on um, like in the actual name OTK is probably like one of the smartest marketing moves Tony Card has done. Like not, not only that, they've also had like multiple like you know top tier like drivers from other categories like um, Rubens Barrichello, uh, Michael Schumacher, yeah George Russell, Lando Norris. Like I mean. That I mean, they are a smart company. Don't get me wrong. Like I, the chassis I think are a bit slidey too much. Like to my liking. Yeah. Like, well, obviously you can. When it's you can tune it. When it's greasy, they seem to be. When it's greasy, they seem to be a little bit better than other chassis I've been on. But to, well, spe- well, to in be the honest, wet, in the wet, I would say the um, the Croc chassis, I'd say is the best in the wet. I forget, is Croc in the same category, uh, category as Burrell? No, it's different. It's like Croc because it's... Oh, are you serious? Yeah. It's for like MS car as well. Wow. Yeah, Croc, okay, well, that's... Croc, isn't, thought... Croc isn't like any of the OTK chassis or the Burrells or that. Croc is... It's its its own chassis. They don't, they're not really similar with another chassis. Um... Yeah, a little I mean, bit like what Jake said, a little bit like the MS car. They're not they don't they're not like joined with another chassis like Tony Car, Cosmic, FA Express or Birrell, Ricardo Car, Charles Leclerc Car. It's it's different and it it you feels what? better. What I think the interesting I think there might be a thing cuz you know, I've looked at your tracks over in the UK, you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you know, in terms of like curbing, because you know you obviously have to go over the curbs for you know like to get that optimum racing line in the dry. 
you know, and you're going to absolutely, like, just be clattering them. And, you know, I think the Tony cards can take it a bit more because, you know, you know, they're a bit uh, lower. But here in America, you guys know you guys know about the sausage curbs at Monza, right? Like, literally every single curb is yeah. basically just a sausage curb. So, like, if you even look at it wrong, you know, you're just going to... Yeah, well, um, a couple of tracks here. Couple of tracks here have got that. Well, the new La Hall well, track in Scotland, that's got a sausage curb coming out of <laughs> one of the hairpins, and then at Wilton Mill they installed. I do like the oh, especially a uh, spa karting track. Oh yeah, that's like I've actually had the opportunity to drive that before in a rental cart, but it looks horrible. Oh my god, I mean, it's a fun experience, don't get me wrong, you know, it's a really fast flowing track, but oh my god, the curbs will like, and the worst thing is like, they will literally drag you out, so you get, and like, there's no runoff, like, it's just straight up grass, you know, it's not like Wilton, you know, where you have like, the asphalt out of like, the exit corner, or the, um, yeah, I think, what is it, the fifth or sixth corner, correct me if I'm wrong, like, you have the asphalt runoff, yeah, yeah, that everyone used Ashby, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and then you come over to Spall Karting Track, like, it's like just grass and gravel. You make one mistake, and I, that's why I really like it, because, you know, it's like Monaco, in my opinion. You know, like, obviously it's wide, so you can obviously pass, but it's like, like Monaco, you know, like, one little mistake, and, you know, you're just done. Well, yeah, it's a bit like the Vegas track, and a bit like Wright House as well in England. It's just wool. Yeah, exactly. You make one like, mistake, and you just pretty much had it. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, like, how is um like the overall like tire degradation there? Because here in America, for whatever reason, there's, there's are, loads of like... different tire brands. You get like Vegas. Well, um, Comet, I'd I'd say uh, Mo- you guys run. Yeah, for Rotax we run Mojo. Do you guys run an MG. Okay. Rotax we run it's Mojo. X thirty we run Comet. Um, for Beryl it's Vega. For TKM, I think it's Mojo as well. Right. Um, and then for K's, uh, well, for all Gearbox carts, it's LeConte. Yeah. One thing I do think is interesting, though, is <clears throat> the similarities. Like, I don't know why they, like, so for Comcart, I don't know if Tony Kart's done this, but basically Comcart literally has two separate chassis for the Gearbox classes, for the DD2 and the KZ. And I think it's super dumb because, you know, they both are making roughly around 35 to 40 horsepower and they both have front brakes, both are gearboxes, you know, like, why not just make the two chassis the same? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, it could be a case of, you know, money because, like I said earlier, you know, everybody wants money in the racing world, no doubt about that. (laughs) But, (sighs) all right. Uh, what would you guys say is your favorite track you've driven on in the UK? Uh, I I have to go with Wilton Mill. Honestly, it's um, elevation change. You've got curb sizes difference. It's just fast corners, slow corners. It's just a real mix of funness. I think um I think I'll have to agree with Jake there. Wilton is a really good track, but another one that was good, but now unfortunately they've they've stopped their karting, was Risington. That was a really nice track. Um, it Wait, was nice, fast and flowing. But, why have um, they stopped? 
Oh, because um, you know how they've got new houses behind it? Apparently yeah. they've had complaints. Well, why would you build a house near a racetrack? Exactly. You know it's going to be loud. If, That's if their you, fault. If Don't you complain. were going to buy one of those houses and you could literally sit in the house and look and watch the carting from the literally your back window... If you knew it was that close I mean, to the to track fair, and you didn't want the noise, you wouldn't move there. But exactly. Like, what people I mean, are saying, it, know, it might reopen next year. A lot of people are saying it was that was just an excuse bull- and they were just doing it because of COVID. But just bulldoze the houses. This is that. Yeah, well, that's one option. You know what the annoying thing is, though? You guys, um, I don't know if you guys know about this track, but you guys know about Laguna Seca, Monster Raceway down in California? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a great track, you know? Absolutely, like, just amazing, you know? Like, it's super, like, fast-flowing, tons of elevation changes, as uh, George just mentioned, the corkscrew, you know? Like, that's about, like, th- a three-story drop, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's just mental how yeah, the cars exactly. just like, go down there, just at the speed they like, go. To be honest, I think it'd be interesting, you know, like, uh, you know what those um, soapbox derby cars are, right? You know, like those, like, just uh, boxes on wheels and, like, you just send them down the hill. I, I'd like to see what would happen. Oh, gravity cars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd like to see what would happen if you just sent a gravity car <laughs> down the corkscrew Laguna Seca. That would be amazing, because, like, the track dips, too, so, like, you get one wheel into the gravel, and you're getting flipped over in, like, a box on wheels. Jeez, but, the speed um, you must get from that without even your engine on. Yeah, exactly, like... Um, and it's another corner. Yeah, well, depending on um, depending on how light it is, and or really how much weight you've got in there, you could actually well, I would say be a little bit faster than a car. Well, yeah, go down that flower, and you'll be fine. <laughs> But, I mean, the annoying thing is, though, like, it's a great track. But for whatever reason, people have decided to build houses near a racetrack. And that, like, you know, hosts race, like, they host races all the time. You know, the auto club, like, basically we have this thing called, like, the um, FCCA, which is basically, like, autocross. Like, people, like, just uh, take their regular cars and just, like, you know, have a bit of a go at it, I guess. And just drive on the track. And then, like, you know, they host IndyCar, GTs, you know, endurance racing. And then people get mad when they use a racetrack. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I mean... Last time I checked, the exact noise, like... It's not... Well, first of all, it's not much noise. It's only... Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, nowadays, everybody's running a V6, like, in IndyCar and literally, GT. building a house next to a car track is like building a house next to the Nürburgring. Exactly, and then complaining, like, obviously, you're not going to take down the Nürburgring, because, you know, it's the frickin' Nürburgring. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if they, if they stopped using the Nürburgring because of someone building a house, I think there's something wrong. I'd say there's going to be, like, three riots and gunfights everywhere no doubt about it like, one thing i want to say is just then, go on super cuts, honestly at f1 tracks they're just amazing yeah yeah i have got to agree with that the super cuts, i think it's 100 like and, the, uh, 150 like the, miles an hour they can get up to oh i know yeah those things are ridiculously quick they are i've like 
someone has brought one down here to America, like, and oh my, my God, like just watching it, like I've seen shifters before, you know, like stock Hondas and everything, just watching that thing, like just zoom and like fly through the corners. Like, it, oh my God, it was mind boggling. Yeah, like, well, I've I saw I've seen um I've seen someone in a two fifty and they um they went into it was at Risington actually. Um they went into the first corner because yeah. instead of so they do a different track to all the other cars because obviously they get the they? they go around the outside and um he went into the first corner, went on the brakes too hard and he just locked up the front brakes. So he was understeering all the way through, just went past the corner. Uh, how much speed? Probably 60. Jeez. What happened? He st- well, he stopped before the barriers. He hit the grass and then he just stopped. Well, do I think brakes good? Yeah. I mean, I'd imagine so, because, you know, you have, like, a 250cc engine back there, so you're going to need some pretty hefty stopping power. Even though it's a normal car track, they still get up to probably 100 miles an hour. Yeah, because, like, it's a... Have you, um, Caldwell Park, have you ever seen, like, a shifter on there? Like, I've watched uh, videos on YouTube about it. Yeah. It's absolutely insane, especially in the, uh the second and third sector because everything is so tight twisty the like bits, yeah that that's yeah, what they're wood. good at if you get a tight like, twisty area you'll have you'll have they'll be going quick around there that is a rocket ship honestly like it's amazing gt4 cars for sure i'd say maybe like still faster than williams but you know whatever <laughs> not on the same mean... too quick nah <laughs> Oh, for sure. I mean, did you guys hear about, like, the news, like, uh, for dynamic cart steering or whatever? Like, they basically put DOS in karting now. Oh, that's never going to work. No way. I mean, I've seen some guys use it at the track, and... To, I, I There's mean, no I point doing it, though, because you only ever really use... You only need toe when it's wet, and, um... And I'm literally, I'm not lying here, but even when I've been out in the wet on my car, on the croc, I I don't think we ever adjusted toe. I think we were we were on the same I think the it, whole time. I think you may be adjusting the caster more a bit yeah. rather than the toe. Because caster, you want to get the front end jacked up and turned in. Yeah, I think that'll be a big one. But, I mean, to be honest, I don't see much improvement, like, like in it. Like, so some guy ran, um, he was running with an X30, uh, senior configuration one, and his average lap time was about maybe, I don't know, I'd say a low 42. Yeah. Like, and then he put dynamic heart steering on, like, he wanted to do a test, and he told me, like, so the guy ran, like, his best lap without, uh, dynamic heart string was i'd say a 42 two like he puts dynamic heart string on he only gained about two tenths that's not and now it's like like exactly like and even then i think it was because well you, well, you could to, probably gain two tenths by being in the toe so you could have him with this stuff on 
someone behind him in the towing, there'd be no difference between them. Huh, I think it was just because the as the day went on, because like this was in like the morning, and you know. Oh yeah, that would have been UK, a big difference. <laughs> mornings are absolutely freezing, but like as he did another test about an hour or two later, because you know he had to actually take apart the whole steering system and get the uh, D, DKS on dynamic, and then like it warmed up by him about maybe ten fifteen degrees. So we could definitely have a bit more grip on the tires. And then, you know, I think that's where the extra two tenths came from. Definitely, I mean, he's consistently at the back in our tag class. So I don't think that, you know. Not reliable, Dan. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say, I'd like to see, maybe if, like, they took, like, a good, like, I'm not, I mean, like, someone who's actually, like, done tag or whatever uh dks is allowed in and i'd like to see him put like a side-by-side lap of with and even then i don't know like what the results are going to yield because to be honest (laughs) it's not going to offer much if anything it's probably going to slow you down because you're going to have the front wheels um you know just dragging along the straight yeah yeah all right, well, uh, thank you, viewers, for joining in. This has uh, been a long podcast, and uh, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. Go check us out on Instagram. Uh, it's um, uh, it's Cardi. It's Cardi News. The Inside Line. The Inside Line on Instagram. We do uh, karting will... news. And yeah, we will be opening up a Twitch stream soon, so be on the lookout for that in maybe two to three weeks. So, and uh, um, and a YouTube channel as well. Yes. Which, what well, you might be hearing this on the YouTube channel. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, right, thanks well, uh, for thanks for tuning in, and uh, well, it's bye from see you me. Lads.